0: the level of expectation has gone from we need to be really good at stuff to we are going to be the very best at everything. And if we're not, we're going to find a way to be the very best at everything.
1: What's up, Georgia football fans? My name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 137 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. Hope you all have had a great summer thus far. And even though it's mid-July and as hot as can be outside, mid-July basically represents the beginning of the preseason of college football SEC media days is going on right now Kirby has already taken to the podium and preseason practices begin in early August The dogs' SEC title defense begins in a mere six weeks from Saturday. I know we're all looking forward to it. And for what it's worth, this is our last show of season three. Sure, it's been a hotly debated issue on this podcast as to when we end one season of shows and begin the next. But we're declaring this episode as the one to basically put a cap on everything from our SEC predictions from last year and enjoying the season and then the fall and the spring sports. It's just kind of an accounting thing to help us figure out where is what in what season. But nevertheless, my co-hosts Will Leach and Tony Waller join me. Yes, we're all back together for the first time since May. It's a longer than normal episode, but it's very football-centric. So sit back, and we hope you enjoy episode 137. Here is Tony to get us started.
2: Hey, guys, we're back. We are back. All three I am us. back. I am back. I apologize. I has been... How dare you work? I know. It's been a busy summer. The Willie Show is on episode 16. We've done 16 of those things now. It's funny to think that the very first one was done at 10 o'clock in the morning, the day after the national That's championship. right. Game. 84 more to syndication. Will you so, describe
1: again how you felt or how you got into your Airbnb and how you said that your head hit the mattress or something like that, like you had been shot? Yes, or? and I had
2: roughly 70 minutes to sleep <laughs> before, oh, I, had to, before I had to leave uh, and and, and ter- talk to Terry Lipinski. Uh, with my Georgia pin my my, my Athens Strong yeah we, <laughs> hey, we've had
0: so much since then here we are we're mid-July mm-hmm. that was seven months ago on um, Guys, we've nearly survived an entire off-season. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's media day, for crying out loud. Media days are going on. Media days are going on. I wonder if anybody showed up at the Winfrey Hotel in Birmingham. <laughs> I hope so. God, I hope, hope somebody got well, pictures of who, Who's was the Bama lady fans.
1: that used to call in a fine bomb? Phyllis? Uh, Phyllis. Yeah. Phyllis was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah.
2: Definitely was an Alabama fan.
1: Yes. Uh, well,
0: yeah. Um, sure. yeah it, I, I do hope they got some sort of um, Sad Bama fan in the lobby of the Winfrey Hotel, you know. Well, not today.
1: How much of an economic impact did they lose out on to Atlanta right there? All of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's huge. Yeah,
1: four <laughs> days worth of just fans just kind of hanging out in lobbies. Would you ever go to something like that? That no, doesn't seem your, my your speed. Not
0: a thing. Um, when I first, you know, back in the nascent days of blog blogging, I thought it would be cool to go um, and just like cover it from a, Fans' perspective, right? right. Um, but uh, you know, the SEC first off, they don't really really resisted having um, non-traditional media uh, at yeah. at their media day, which I think they're mostly over now. I think they're mostly yeah. over. Although it's uh,
2: yeah, it's, you think if we over. worked
1: real hard and this season and then the off season, we could if we wanted to. I'm saying if we wanted to, I think so. Could I we think, get yeah,
2: probably? I mean, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I. Could probably
1: Will could, bad. oh, Will well, I could think, badge us in. I feel like Will could.
2: Um, <laughs> I could probably. I would probably know that the, that feels like something we could irritate Carrie Potts enough. Yeah, I think uh, Carrie would probably, probably, probably do it. Us
1: up for yeah, it. I, have to, I have this vision, though, of us walking in with all of our gear and everything, and Will just breezes on in, and then maybe you breeze on and then somebody puts a hand in front of me. <laughs> <Yeah. and> I'm, <laughs> I'm reaching out for y'all, saying, wait.
0: Well, see, Will and I would be carrying a clipboard. You <laughs> that's see, that's right. the key to get in places. Exactly. Exactly. Carry um,
2: clipboard and look confident.
0: The, you know, the, the thing about it, and and I and I mean this with most sincerity. Sincerely, like, I appreciate the work the media does. It, clearly there are some dumb questions. I think the one that took the cake today was someone asked oh, Kirby yeah. Smart what it was like to have Jacob Eason, and Jake Fromm and Justin Fields on the same team. <laughs> and and Kirby, to his credit, handled that much better than he did a year ago when
1: he was very gracious. Well, you know, so, Will was kind of critical a year ago right now about exactly Kirby's bravado.
2: That's exactly what it was. Well it wasn't thinking. just bravado, it was the there was a real kind of it was there was bravado, but there was also the, like, he was kind of openly hostile. Antagonism, mm-hmm. yeah. And the, it was unnecessarily antagonistic. It's funny you mentioned that because he was on uh, Get Up that ESPN yeah. show this morning. And yes, that, that has been somewhat mocked show a little bit. I think that the morning vibe thing is strained. I <clears> remain, <throat> uh, I will ride or die for Michelle Beadle to the end of days, but I, I understand people's criticism of that show. But nevertheless, he was on it this morning and they had some audio difficulty. They had mm-hmm. some audio problems at the beginning, so he uh, uh, they, they, they had to come back and do it again. And it was funny how one thing you noticed immediately that show is not doing very well, but it has a very specific vibe it 's a it 's a morning show, and everybody 's laughing and <laughs> have some coffee we'll they're do the weather like they 're all fake it it 's yeah. fake TV crap, but like it 's understood that when, when you 're on that show you 're supposed to fake it. He faked it like he was good, like he was like kind of funny and kind of light and kind of charming in a way that I guess Saban is now, but was definitely not. <laughs> in 2009. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I, and, I, and on one hand, and it's a definitive change. I think someone has gotten in his ear a little bit about not so much that, listen, you better do this. Because he's, he's Kirby Smart, he just put the national championship game, he doesn't have to do that. But I think he's recognized that, well, I, as I always tell people uh, about dealing with the media, it just makes your life Easier. It makes your life easier. It makes what you want to get done more likely to get done if they're on your side. Yeah, and and I think there's been a clear difference and a clear change in him. Uh, I don't know if he's. I, I I'm sure it's entirely theatrical, but that the, that theater it may not be entirely theatrical. Maybe he's more comfortable. Maybe he's more more comfortable in where he is. But certainly uh, he, he seems. Lighter and more comfortable with the media in a way that uh, I think is only going to benefit him.
1: He, yeah, he's not to the Gene Chizik uh, fashion era, though. Like <laughs> you know, he's the things he's sporting on uh, SEC now.
0: Well, you know, it kind of one of the things I was thinking about when I start talking about Kirby and his his approach to media this year um, is that look, I, I I appreciate the job working media have. Right, it's hard. As a group, for them to come, at, because they're they're all hearing the same uh, three players from every team. They're all hearing the same uh, fourteen coaches. They're all hearing the the state of the conference uh, speech, and you know they're all basically hitting publish within the same two to seven minute range. And it that's a it's we can we can mock it's you know that kind of ridiculousness that the kafavi that comes with covering the media days. It's, it's a hard job, and um. You know, if we were to ever go, it would be to go over there to have fun in a way that um,
2: I think the conference would invite us not to come
0: back, honestly.
2: Well, but it's funny because when I was at the student newspaper in Illinois, I went to the Big Ten Media Days. And Big Ten Media Days back then, Day. yeah, yeah, it was there were two days. Oh. And um, back then, it's, um, yeah, the Big Ten has grown exponentially and the SEC has grown even more. But back then, it really was for media, like it was a way right. for everyone to get their notes columns yeah. and for their weekend newspapers. And it was, it was like for print journal people and, and television stations. Now it is such a spectacle that you are basically, I mean, you're live on ESPN too when you, do, when you do each of these silly little press conferences. It is the unofficial start to the season. It is a way to set the stage. And I, this, the, we all know when something is as popular as the SEC is, when something is as popular as the SEC is, it becomes... The narrative can overwhelm you, if you're not careful. Ed Orgeron is already kind of seeing this, right? And, uh, and, and because of that, you want to be good enough at that to set the tone. I think that's what he's done. Saban has learned this. It's funny how like, you don't hear reporters complaining about Saban anymore, because they just realized... You know what? I mean, they complain about the lack He is of what access. he is. Yeah. They complain about the lack of access, but they complain about the lack of access with everyone. It's really more about, hey... I'll be able to actually do my job better if I'm not the scowling Darth Sith Lord uh, mm-hmm. uh, that, oh, hanging over everyone. And I think Kirby's clearly recognized that and noticed that it has adjusted accordingly. Also, when you come within that close to the, to the, winning the mm-hmm. national you, championship. You do have – yeah. you get some rope. Actually, it's funny. I, I'm not ready to really talk about that game yet still. I think it was something we should address maybe in the big season preview when we get to that. Sure. But I did find it telling the way that Kirby kind of addressed it this week. It was obviously one of the first questions that he was asked. And I thought it was funny how he did not say, this is not a big tragedy. We're not treating it like a tragedy. To get that close is awesome. (coughs) Like, it is great to be that close. Obviously, we're not happy with how it ended. But he was definitely, he said, he doesn't say that it's not, we don't consider it a tragic story. We don't consider this tragic thing, which is exactly the way to handle it the next year. And it's not a tragic thing, Yet. <laughs> like, that's the thing, right? Marv it's, Levy would like a word. Yeah, but. <laughs> it's not a tragic thing yet because we all still think great things are, are coming. That's, of course, the big test of it is whether that ends up becoming a prelude or the actual worst moment but the way he handled it I thought was the smart way to handle it to say listen to be on that stage with Alabama to be at that place it was an amazing year to come that close was fantastic Uh, and we don't really feel like it's some terrible negative memory so which I think was good I suspect deep down he probably probably eats at him a little bit more than uh, he let along, but that seems like a, that seems like a, the right way to handle it. I mean, you would hope so, right? Yeah, yeah. In a way, I mean, it, it, look, I've been saying for
0: seven and a half months or seven months that um, there's only really one way, and again, we'll get into the actual game and things mm. like that. There's only really one way. To look at this: is like you know, sitting here a year ago, if you'd have told me mm. told me where we were going to be the morning of January the 9th, uh, I. I, I probably would have taken that in July of 16, or 17, whatever year it is, I don't know, uh, July of 17, just because, you know, it 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 told a narrative far beyond anything that I thought, I think any of us expected, um, and, and you can't be, I don't think you would be a rational Georgia fan and think we were going to go, um, we were going to go on the run we did and play the football we did, because, you know, I was thinking, when I, was, when I spoke with Bill Conley last week, we were talking about Missouri, and one of the things I told him in, the, in off. Offline was that, you know, the Missouri game to me was really the only game between Notre Dame and Auburn where I felt like Georgia was remotely challenged. Um, Scott, you've talked about this before. You got text from me during the game. Yeah, you were freaking out. out, Right. Um, No, it it turned out to be fine, obviously. But, you know, that was the, that, and frankly, I think that said more about what uh, Barry Odom had figured out with Drew Locke. Uh, because that was the last game they lost, when the, before they won their, their season in a run, and saved his job, <laughs> and saved his job, oh, yeah. right? But you know, the thing the thing I'll say about that is that we, um, the the thing I like the most uh, taking away from last season is that um, I went back and looked at a couple things I wrote, thinking about the the national championship game. I, I wasn't I wasn't scared to play Alabama, <laughs> and frankly, after the game. We did something no one's been able to say they've done. And granted, that's, a, uh, that's a, a hollow victory, but Nick, Nick Saban had to do something he hates to do to win that football game, which is go with an unknown. Yeah. And they um, beat Alabama.
2: They almost beat Alabama at their own
0: game. And almost beat Alabama their own game. Now, um, there's, a, there's a whole world out there where people mock that sort of, yeah. like... You know, and to get it. Trying to be, of course I do. Um, and Some of that's narrative, some of that's real. Um, but you know, the reality is, when you look at what we have kind of the off season we've had. And even with some of the ups and down stories, um, it's hard not to look this season and be excited. First off, this, the schedule's easier. Um, and again, we will get into previews. The schedule's easier. Um, but I, I'm, I'm working on, actually I posted today at the George sports blog, a kind of my predictions of game kickoff times. And um, it was hard for me to like be objective about noon games. Um, just because, you know, for the longest time we just we kind of thought for after twenty twelve noon games were kind of a birthright because that was kind of what we did. And we had what one noon game last year, yeah. and now Georgia's a huge draw, and now Georgia's draw,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, uh, in the first game, like seven o'clock kickoff, three thirty, three thirty. The Mississippi I mean, game. so okay.
0: But I'm looking, looking. We're going if if my prediction's right, we're going to be on CBS at least four times and potentially five times. Um, if there are there's a world out there where we um there's a world out there where we potentially bump the Auburn Alabama game off of CBS. Now, I don't think that's gonna happen. But there's a world out
1: there where we could. What for Georgia, Georgia, Georgia Tech? Georgia, Georgia Tech,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, I don't again I don't think that would happen. I think that would involve um Alabama and Auburn both becoming uh, a different team than I think they'll be and Georgia Tech being much better I don't think they'll be. But um, the point is, is the benefit of the doubt starting to come toward Georgia, right? Yesterday. I mean, if you look at the schedule, it's hard to. There are people that there's there's a lot of people who are are willing to step on the fish and make it long enough for South Carolina to beat Georgia. I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> um, but Georgia is going to be a significant favorite in almost all of their games, but the Auburn game right now. Um, even the even the South Carolina game as close. as You want to get to some sort of like road sure loss in the SEC East. Well, it's going to me, be to
2: me the LSU game is the It's either a tight it's either that line's either going to be three or four Georgia or 15 Georgia. Because LSU will have have floated the win. I
0: mean, they could literally be on the way to another coach. Um, But, you know, looking at some of the offseason stories, uh, you know. We had a quarterback break his hand on treee house in the same two day span, and it was barely a blip right um we had um some roster questions that got resolved that no one people just kind of shrugged we and had, he just
1: keeps bringing in new guys
0: we had a guy that we you know the biggest miss we had was, mm-hmm. was the Robinson kid out of and Savannah. Now <laughs> and now he's here right and, and it feels differently than um it Feels differently than it would have at any time during Rick's coaching tenure. Did you
2: read Emerson's piece about the Robinson thing? I did. It was really, it was really kind of basically about the idea that when he missed, which was a it was a it was a Was that a Kirby miss? Yes. Okay. And when he missed, he just stayed. Stays like it's cool. Yeah. Like, it's cool. I'm not mad. I'm just gonna stay in touch with you. And you wonder if he's doing that.
1: Yeah. with other kids with of course he is of course
2: and to, for me that is in a thing that's so high stakes is recruiting and how much is on the line with that stuff <clears throat> the idea that you miss and it was a high profile miss like yeah. it really it made you itch a little bit because people were worried about receiver at the time they were all worried about that, that, that at that time for him to miss and then two years later when he's not happy say you know what I probably should have gone with you in the first place and will you still have me and we still have this relationship that's like even when they're, they're miss on the guy you're still not actually.
1: And he might have three years eligibility because yeah. he had a medical redshirt yeah. last year.
2: I mean, if he's as good as, he, as we think he right. is, if
1: he plays
0: this year, he's gone to the NFL.
1: No, no. did I see that he might would be able to get a waiver to play?
0: Yeah, there, I don't know exactly the machinations of that, but uh, there, are, there is a world where he could play this season that should be resolved. We're talking about the NCAA, <laughs> but it should be resolved in plenty of time so he can be working into game planning for certainly the South Carolina game.
1: I think one of the things that we're already forgetting because it happened in February, or March, or April was the Notre Dame defensive tackle. Yeah. coming down here.
0: Oh yeah. No, I mean that is just like that. That's another important thing. Like it's just completely a wash. I mean, this is a guy who had a, a basically a graduate year coming, and he's like, I'm going to go play at Georgia, and you know, the, if you read some of the between the lines, some of the seeds of that were, were sown back last September in in South Bend. Um, it, Look, you know the thing you can say is that it's, it's interesting to me that Georgia has gone in one football season from um, ha 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 the punchline, same old Georgia to no one's. I mean, if you pretty much everyone you talk to that is a, a good college football mind thinks this is this was real. It's not a flash in the pan, and this is not um, this is not something that's going to change. Um, you know, me being the damaged Georgia fan living through the nineties. I, I I'm going to have to see more before I believe, really believe that in my heart of hearts. Well, you but, were
1: damaged, what three quarters of the season last year, self admittedly.
0: Oh yeah, no, I was, yeah, I was, I was broken. Um, so you know, I think until that, it turned and then you stopped, and I stopped being broken, yeah. right? Um, and the 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 interesting thing about it, as I kind of self evaluate what made me turn about it, was. Um, we were not going against inferior foes and looking like we were half-assing football games. And look, I, if you go back and listen to our podcast in 2015, you'll know. And you how. should. You should absolutely should
2: download them a bunch mm-hmm. and, um, and take all the things that we say that are wrong. Cut yes, the audio. Do not listen and to them. Definitely those. make them your ringtone.
0: Um, so you know, I think the thing that uh, that that gets me most excited about this is that, and which is the thing that most burden me as a fan of a Mark Rick team is that there invariably was going to be that one game of a season where you just didn't show up. You just didn't something you didn't think about something. Um, And there was always the one, well, you know, we got a great offensive line, but what about receivers? We have great running backs, but what about the defensive line? We have great special teams, but what about the D backs or, you know, and, and then we turn around and have, an abysmal performance against a Vanderbilt team or Kentucky or, or, or do it against Auburn and, or, or, or Alabama.
2: And for what it's worth, you actually saw that in
0: Kirby's first year too. You saw that in Kirby's so first year. So what
1: changed?
0: I, I, my personal opinion is if there was some culture change and you hate to think of it in terms of culture change, just because um, that is a, that is a little bit of a damning indictment about Mark Rick's culture. But I think the thing about it too, that, that change is that, um, the expectation, the level of expectation has gone from we need to be really good at stuff to we are going to be the very best at everything. And if we're not, we're going to find a way to be the very best at everything.
2: And also for not for nothing, but it was Kirby Smart's first year. It was, yeah. Yeah, 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 Like the idea, I think I agree with the culture change, but also, like, let's not, for, like, Kirby made some mistakes his first year. And there there, there were some clear moments where you're like, oh, yep, you're not. You're not quite Fourth there yet. You're not quite there Fourth
1: down versus Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you're not quite point. there yet. You're yeah. not quite
2: there yet. And last year answered all of those questions, I think, quite definitively. But, you know, also everything fell right last yeah. year. Everything kind of landed right. Think about how differently we're even talking about this now if one thing happens different in the Notre Dame game.
0: Oh, you yeah. Know, right? Yeah. No, Notre Dame makes the playoffs. We don't. and yeah. Probably. Yeah. We probably don't. Right. Or Alabama might not. Yeah. But... Here, neither here or there. And then uh, we're talking
2: about, okay, we saw the big improvement we want to see, right. but now you really got to show us that you're right. serious, as opposed to now where we're like, okay, maybe there's a step back because some of those guys are gone, or maybe we move forward. Like, it, it's funny to think how last year, just this glorious year... Still, where it felt like every when we talked about every show last year. Here's another question they have to answer. Here's another test they have to pass, and they passed every time. But even with that, that required some luck too. Well, in I mean, think about 15.
0: We I'd forgotten this. We went into the Kentucky game five and four and needed a last-second Rodrigo Blankenship field goal to win. Mm-hmm.
2: Kentucky, they were they were going to win the SEC East with that game. Remember, they were all amped up. Yes, was, they were all crazy. That was the think coming out of Rodrigo
1: ridicu- with the helmet interview.
2: No, that's exactly right. But think how ridiculous like, that <laughs> statement. This guy,
1: I know. I think oh. it's the first time i ever laid eyes on. Oh, God,
0: he is just. Mm. Love that guy, mm. but think how ridiculous a statement kids. that is. I mean, that was eighteen months ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wait, <laughs> 2015 was not eighteen months ago. Sixteen. We're talking sixteen. Like, oh, you're we're talking about
0: like 2016. Kirby's first year,
2: yeah.
1: right? Oh, okay. We like,
0: went in. We went into Kentucky and fiddle-farted around with them. and didn't put them away. Made some questionable decisions. Oh, forget that.
2: I mean, like, can we talk about Georgia Tech? from The that Georgia year? Tech game that year. I love
0: it. Yeah, exactly.
2: The one football game my son has ever seen Georgia play that they lost to this day. Nine in one lifetime. Nine in one lifetime. He should go to all the games.
1: Do you keep a journal or something of that? I I will
2: endorse Sports Passport. Sports forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sports You can go and find every Georgia football game back to 1974. What if you
1: don't remember what happened?
2: Well, they'll have all the games in there. You just remember that you were there. Oh, and you, just, and you can mark that you were there, yeah. and then will all add, It will not only add up these, the your, your record; it will add up all your stats. I have, I know how many points Carmelo Anthony has scored in all the Knicks games that I've seen. It's an amazing site, and it's wow. free. Sports Passport. I Dodger. need to go there. How many ankles has he sprained during your games? Uh, <laughs> how many? <laughs> how, how many times has he not played defense? Yeah. Um, but sports. I I'm a huge huge endorser of Sports Passport.
1: Well, my my first entry, if I were thinking about it, and I am would be my oldest son, Jack. He's 12. His first Georgia game was against UAB in 2006. Matthew Stafford's first game, Georgia won thirty to nothing. And I found out a stat recently, thanks to Twitter. I don't know who said it, but the quarterback for UAB is Sam Hunt. Uh-huh. And he's now a country music singer. I'm sure you have all of his downloads. Mm. <laughs> But, but I told I told to my wife that albums, and she right? thought that yeah. was pretty yeah. cool. But uh, uh, yeah. That, Charlie
0: my son Charlie's first game was the Joe Cox Miracle game that
1: year against Colorado. Oh yeah, where well, Ralphie 18 was 18 here. Yeah. Yep.
0: We tailgated by Ralphie. Ralphie was set up there in a little corral right beside where we tailgate.
1: So he was like four probably. Ralphie? No. <laughs> no, your son.
0: Charlie was uh was twenty ten, wasn't it? Three months old. Three. No, two thousand
1: six. Oh, that was oh six. Yeah.
0: No, we went to we went out to Colorado about 9 or 10
1: played a, somebody. Oh, you said Joe Cox
0: Yeah, that was the Joe Cox Miracle Game Where he in came
1: in Joe Stafford was playing in 2006 Okay Wasn't he? Well,
0: Joe
2: Cox and Matthew Stafford This you can find out If you sign up for sportspassport.com jo- I don't know that's if you know this
0: true. But Joe Cox and Matthew Stafford Here at the same time There are pictures on the internet To prove that at Talladega
1: That, wow. that, that was 12 years ago You should, or, go, you should Google that kids Because it's glorious Or mm-hmm. eight
2: um, one more bit of uh, sportspassport.com.
1: That's a what great site. It is a great
2: site, and uh, I highly endorse it. Uh, one thing uh, that I think we should also talk about has been this news about uh, potential Clemson-Georgia game uh, or series that's kind of popping up. Uh, there was a big thing, again, on The Athletic. Definitely beat The Athletic. Seth Emerson is killing it there. And I guess I should talk about this. Yeah, The Athletic just started an Athletic Atlanta site. So they have a dedicated Atlanta United reporter who yep. I followed before. It is really good. Braves, uh, Hall Dave O'Brien with the Braves. Yes, yeah, Dave O'Brien with the Braves. Uh, if you like, uh, uh, we've, talk, we've told you about the athletic before. I feel like if you, I, Seth Emerson, I'm going to do a podcast with him uh, in the next couple of weeks. He is, you no know, offense to Jason Butt and all, some of the other uh, good uh, good reporters. Jason Butt's going to the athletic to cover the Falcons. Okay, okay they're they're yeah. So, yeah, to all these guys, there's a lot of really great reporters. But I think Seth Emerson is the best, well, I think, unfortunately, the best reporter and has gotten better since he's gone to the athletic. If you're a Atlanta sports fan, <clears throat> The athletic has now has a dedicated athletic Atlanta.
0: Yeah, that's been my one complaint with the athletic yeah. is there was not a de- uh, there was not an Atlanta. Yeah, right, specific they have site. now, now they, they have, have one.
1: They need a podcast forum and someone to hire to cover the podcasts <laughs> of each. SEC team. I'll you know, there's probably the four or five yeah. for Georgia, and I'm sure there's they a lot. They actually
2: just lost, launched their Alabama reporter. Yep. Like they are a full bore now. Yep. They're all around everywhere.
1: So what teams don't have an athletic reporter? Uh,
2: Georgia Tech. Illinois, Illinois does not. Georgia Georgia Tech is being folded in by the Hawks reporter. The Hawks oh, okay. reporter's covering Georgia report. Tech.
1: That checks out. Yeah.
2: Uh, Damn. <laughs> 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 I mean, you're not wrong. Um, and uh, Illinois does not have one, um, but uh, nevertheless... Um, I'm sure one's
1: By common. the way, don't let me forget I have a picture and a question about Illinois t- for Will later in the podcast.
2: Okay. okay. But last thing on this is uh, this I'm talking about where South Emerson talked to Kirby Smart about how they want to do Kirby is clearly has is committed to having that Atlanta game at the beginning of the year
1: as often as possible. Yeah. Was, can clearly it please not be so pasty like next year's
2: Clearly, he wants it. Clearly, he wants it. And cl- and like he, 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 he had some very smart – well, the reason he actually explained why it was Virginia because oh. basically Kirby said that he wa- he's willing to play this game and fi- – because and it, it was relatively late. Remember, that was not – like ordinarily, these things are three, four years ahead of time. That actually just happened last year. And the reason was so, – so when he said, I'll do it, they're like, great. We need to find an ACC team and all the major ACC teams were booked. So they said Virginia because Georgia was willing to do it because he very much wants to do that game. It's also worth noting that his first ever game as coach of Georgia was in Atlanta, so it makes a certain amount of sense. But he,
1: I'd rather do Pac-12 like Auburn is to do this year.
2: I just don't think he, – he, he can only do it once every three years. I think Georgia is going – I think clearly from the way that he talked in that story – Georgia is going to be opening every third season. Yeah,
1: yeah. against an ACC team. Against no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Necessarily. All
2: right. I mean, well, it that's could be
0: fine. Picked, it could be yeah. I mean, part of the part of the problem with that is that, to, in order to get a Pac-12 team, you either have to get a team that is willing to travel distances, um, which is limited probably to Southern Cal in Washington right now,
2: or uh, or, 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 UCLA, a Boise, or a Boise State,
0: or a, uh, like no a team that would play. Really yeah. Yeah, yeah, somebody but no that things, wants to so. play up, yeah. or you're you're with a team that's going to have a fan base that makes sense to go to Atlanta. Sure. Um, so you know there is there's only, there's only so many teams out there. My problem with playing an ACC team is all the bowl tie-ins, and plus sure. we play Georgia Tech yeah. every year. Um, it doesn't have to be an ACC
2: team. No, no, no that's no, why no. the Virginia thing happened, right? Because they, wanted they won. They won an ACC team, team in it, but that is not necessarily going to be the case every time. Though I do think it will be the case next time because I think it's going to be Clemson. Right. I think that. I think yeah, it'll be Clemson. I think, and I that think, was part of a three game deal. Exactly.
0: And and here's the thing, uh, and I. Reading between the lines, there is a discussion about whether or not we can work out some of these three game deals with programs that ordinarily would not want to do a home and home with a team like Georgia, um, in order to, to be able to play in the Atlanta recruiting market. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, Michigan or yeah. even Ohio State or or, or you know, uh, Oklahoma. I mean, think of the draw of another Georgia Oklahoma game. Yeah. Um, and you know, we go to UCLA in a few years. Um, so it, it is a lot of fun. One other kind of big-picture note after um, I have been saying for years that the Las Vegas Bowl should be between an SEC and a You championed this last podcast, too. Right. It's happening. Oh, it is? Yeah. Hundred percent. Yes, they announced that there will be a there will be a Las Vegas Bowl game in the new Raiders Stadium, and it will be between the SEC and the Pac twelve.
1: What bowl game will they drop? Like maybe the Birmingham or oh, probably who,
2: just add one.
0: Yeah, probably just add one. <laughs> um, I think the interesting thing would be where it fits into the uh, where it's going to be part of the six pack bowls, um, and if they
1: drop, shouldn't that know. be the team that drops out of the college football playoff for the New Year New Year six because they're so disappointed? And then the fan base is like, but. I would,
0: I would make an argument that instead of going to Memphis, you go to Las
1: Vegas. Right? Because yeah. you could make Memphis me, like a Mac Believe and, uh, me, if you're trying to decide
0: between going to Charlotte and going to Vegas, <laughs> yeah. that's not Sorry, a hard decision. <laughs> and, and like, I had, I had fun when I go to the bulk ball, but um, yeah. dude, give me Vegas in three days over the New Year's? What? Yeah, I go to that game every time.
2: It's also worth noting that um, the schedule of national championship games and bowl games, of course, we we know what the national championship game is next year. Yeah. Since Santa Clara. Which is yeah, not only like kind of a lousy place to go, it is a terrible stadium. They don't there.
1: care about college football out there.
2: Yeah, and and they don't care about. I mean, they can't like Stanford and Cal care a little <laughs> bit, but mm-hmm. like in Santa Clara, Santa Clara is not in San Francisco. It is not in Oakland. I was there for the Super Bowl. They it is a. It not only is in a terrible place, it's a very ugly stadium. Like mm-hmm. it is an ugly stadium. It's built in a way that the shadows are weird. It, the
1: vibes are going
2: to be yeah. not nearly what it was last it, year. It and the and the will be if terrible. an SEC team is there. The weather is terrible at that time of year, too. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, it won't be the Rose Bowl. Like, it'll be yeah. in California, but it
0: will not be the Rose yeah. Bowl. And, I mean, it's it's altogether possible that some people I know that have yeah. rooms out there already. I'm just I, saying. I
2: actually do, but yeah. I'll be covering it.
0: Too. Yeah. I will probably be
2: covering it, too. Yeah, I have an Airbnb out there. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Already. Which could probably fit a lot of people if, theoretically, Georgia were to
0: be. Well, I mean, theoretically. It could fit all three of us. I... You know, the weird thing is, I came with Nats hair booking an Airbnb like literally across the street from the stadium. I'm so mad at myself for missing it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it would be completely worth blowing the. If it hadn't been a strict, I probably would have done it in a strict. But it had not yeah. been moderate. I've been like, yep, yeah. I can, I can advertise you that cost over the cost of a season. And
2: listen, I, 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 just like last year, I have my uh, hotel for the SEC championship. Yeah, game, so yeah, would be fools not to. Um, okay, anything else football? Which uh, anything else football related? Anything else I want to hit, want, want to get to? No, uh, I don't think like so. A, we're like about a week and a half from spring practice.
1: Yeah, we right? still have a lot built in on the shows. In fact, we went over this before we started recording, and we're going to do one at the beginning of August, kind of an SEC and national yeah, this, preview, this and then the the at the end of August. Season. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's talk about that. The end. of This is. Because I've been confused ever since uh, G-Day of right. when our new season is yes. going to start. No, you, we're
0: going we're gonna to do the One Shining Moment montage at the end of this one. <laughs> For the record, okay. we
2: did say at the G-Day game that that was our last show of the last season. Probably so. so. You are correct in, in, in being confused about that. But I think it's definitely this. Welcome to On Demand Media. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because the next show, uh, and we've got more to talk about
1: this Next show. show, we'll have like a brand new like logo.
2: We'll have a new logo. We'll have a new logo. I don't I logo. know if you knew
1: that. And have, have I run that by all? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I like okay, it. Good. Cool.
2: And uh, but Cool. But
0: the next show is I pay attention to you like you pay attention to bylines. It's fine.
2: Remember the last <laughs> show? The last show, we were still talking about softball. We were talking about baseball. We've been talking all football on the show, which I think is a good sign that things are gearing up spring practices very soon. Can we talk very briefly about basketball? Yeah, of course. Dude, Stop Tom on. Cree's killing it. Yeah, he's, he's fun. He's certainly fun. Did you see he uh, he called me a renaissance man on Twitter? Did you see that? He called Tom? you? He called Tom? me specifically.
1: A Did re- you tweet re- at him and ask him well, what he thought I about was, you?
2: I, I, was, I was leaving the next morning to go on an early morning flight and I was sitting at the hotel bar and I was drinking and, and he, you know, he sends those like inspirational messages over Twitter. He'll be like, what makes you a better player is dedication, heart, grit, and what's in your soul. And they're always, and it it's great and there's fun and they're happy and they're excited. And I was just drinking. I was just like, I just wrote back without even thinking it. I'd be like, you know, I always feel like these messages are meant specifically for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he apparently found that funny Because he said uh, A renaissance man like yourself Well, you don't need that kind of inspiration Keep it up And, uh, and so now, so apparently then he started following me So Tom Crean, apparently I'm going to be getting a You should a put that in your magazine oh, About yeah.
1: all the people that follow you Dude, Yeah, like Phil Steele You
2: off Phil Steele Both yeah, of you yeah. Guys I know, yeah, it's, it's basically
1: Crean and Kellyanne Conway so.
0: uh, Oh, I'm sorry Yeah Oh, y'all Tom Crean
1: this guy has he had the greatest run I, of ever being hired because he was hired right after the season and dude, he's had so much time to just raises Q rating.
0: Scott, confirm. I'm flabbergasted at this because I've we have spent so many years of a head basketball coach steadfastly refusing to even admit there's anything remotely related to joy in basketball <laughs> and basketball and in and fandom and all the other things that that have to do with that. It's just. Yeah. This is amazing
2: to me. It uh, is amazing to me. And I assume I assume he is out on campus somewhere throwing Chick-fil-A sandwiches at of students. Of course he is. Well, my, my boys
1: went to the Tom Crean basketball camp uh, a couple weeks ago, and I walked in right at the end picking them up, and he was speaking. And all 60 kids aged 8 to 15 were just locked, laser-focused on him. Wrapped. And they, and they w- when they got in the car— They could not stop talking about how cool it was to meet Tom Crean. They've never seen him coach a basketball game. They didn't even know who he was three months ago. And then he comes in and he's this magnanimous figure and he's doing exactly what you said he did on Twitter. He was inspiring them and they would have run through a wall for him at the end of camp.
2: And they probably have not been able to name Mark Fox in the last 10 years. Guys, Coach Crean, I
0: know you listen. Here, I, Renaissance room, man. I am absolutely going to post some Tom Cream faces and understand that's yes. just my thing. Yes. But God, I love you yes. so much. Thank you.
1: Until he loses one of the first couple games, well, to he, listen, to, you shut you your mouth. <laughs> he's probably, he's
0: probably, yeah, probably going,
2: going to, to, and it's okay. Like, like, listen. I don't think anyone reasonably expects them to make the tournament this year. But and if they do, I mean, wait oh, yeah. yeah. for them. S- but s- it's s- worth noting that this is what you want, right? This is what we've. It was a good reminder of what they've actually been missing. They've been uh-huh. missing some pizzazz. They've been missing a little bit of oomph um, for the program.
1: speaking
0: things, of missing pizzazz, Yante Maton killed summer league. Yeah, he was great. He was great. I mean,
1: he did he kill it? Kill it like Trey Young killed it, or he killed, no, he killed it like, like Kevin, the Knicks,
2: Kevin Knox? Kevin did. Knox did. No, I mean, he didn't kill it like Kevin Knox. I mean, but he was really good. I mean,
0: are you have be happy. Jeremy Lin's coming to Atlanta, yes. and um, I don't know what that means. The uh, I I have a feeling we're going to look back on. Um, we're going to look back on Yante Maiden's NBA career and be like, damn, yeah. y'all, damn. Yeah. Um, hey, but poor Laval for KC, uh, KCP, mm-hmm. he got traded to the Lakers. He's going to He's going to get to absolutely be someone that Laker fans bitch about not playing enough defense to help LeBron win a championship.
2: So Good for KCP. No. Yeah, yeah. Going yeah. have to a nicer guy. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so the, the point was is about the, the next season is after this show. We have more to do on this show, but after this show, the next show will be our SEC and national preview show because we're that close. Season four, guys. Season four, we will be that close, and then we'll do our big Georgia preview show. It's
1: so too much fanfare, and then,
2: and then there will be then there will be games.
1: We'll change the intro music. We'll change and, our names. No I'm joking, no, I'm joking. I don't
2: I don't like change that chip. much.
1: <laughs> You're a chip. <laughs> we'll reveal who Chad it really is. <laughs> We I think s- I think my uh, ten year old thinks he's Chad. We seriously should yeah, find I mean, some like, guy. Adam, he's over here like yeah. diagramming we should, the really should find
0: find uh, an intern. Scott needs an intern bad.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, and this is. Uh, I, could you tell I was hesitant when y'all wanted to podcast tonight?
2: Yeah, because you're yeah. leaving tomorrow.
1: I'm yeah. leaving. I'm going to Great Wolf Lodge Dude, tomorrow, is- and then I've got two deadlines by Friday. I know you know what deadlines Dude, are. I do, and um, I don't. I never. And then I have to edit this podcast. Then have to so. It, that's why I said like it might be up Friday. No, either I'm going to pull an all-nighter, meaning like 1 a.m. editing this and getting it up, or it won't be up till like Friday afternoon. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, whichever. I,
2: listen, I don't. I don't think it's okay if it's. A, I'm not going to be for the. Yeah, the people
0: demand it come out tomorrow. Right. Yeah, tomorrow being Tuesday.
1: Right. I'm going to be at an indoor water park. You sound very excited. I, well, the I, I would be if it for one night, but then I found out we're booked for two nights. Yeah, that's a lot. And of everybody time. I've run that by, they're like. Ooh. They get that face like, what, <laughs> what'd you say? You're there two nights? I'm like, yeah, and it's they're like, an oh,
0: okay. the, <laughs> yeah, the look you get on their face and you say you went to church all day,
1: <laughs> yeah, <it's> that <laughs> same face, <laughs> exactly. But the kids are excited, so and that's know. and that's what, what matters else? at
0: this time.
2: I'm off to Folly Beach. Awesome, In Folly Beach awesome. this year. The annual Folly Beach trip. See the. The Charles River. I always care more, more about seeing the Charles River Dogs games than going. Well,
0: because you never know if you're going to run into Bill Murray. Yeah,
2: it's just it's a, it's a very nice stadium. I, I'm
1: I'm very fond of the uh, the Flabbergast.
0: It is is possible that I go to the Savannah
1: Ripper. The Savannah Bananas. Bananas. That's right. Which I, that, that their right? name? Yeah, yeah, their name They're drives me crazy because they don't spell bananas with an H. Yeah, I
0: know.
1: they should. Okay. But they have like an all yeah. yellow uniform, oh, which yeah, uniform? Oh, we're, we're going to get in the uniform talk. Tragically, bad. Okay. yeah. So yeah, so yeah. What do you get next for? Us? Oh, is is this is it? uh The well, silly time. A, we, well,
0: we've been thirty yeah. minutes, and you got thirty minutes of trivia. So yeah, yeah,
1: I do, I do. <laughs> um Okay, so uh first, I, I'm I'm going to indulge on myself a little bit. Okay. Last week, I passed the FAA. Part one hundred and seven drone certification test. Oh God.
0: I was like, "Are you a pilot now?" I
1: technically yeah. am. I'm going to have my FAA card. So you're licensed I, to so kill. I can license. I can, I'm licensed to uh, I fly my drone commercially anymore. <laughs> I mean, are so, there
2: laws anymore? There aren't. Pour some out uh, for the second. Congratulations! Thank you. Congratulations. That's thank awesome. you. I
1: am uh, I, technically I am a UAS pilot. Wow! So I can I can take your real estate photos and not get you or me in trouble now. Sweet. Yeah. Do you have from to, from above the air, I have
2: to say, I've always wondered this. Do you have to? Can you just do like if you had a drone right now, right. you could just take it up. You don't have to like alert anyone that you could go
1: up with it. Is there uh, a
2: limit that you only go yes. so high?
1: You can. You have to stay under four hundred feet AGL above ground level. Okay. Um, you can't fly in class B, C, D, or E airspace. You okay. have to stay in G airspace, and um, you have to let the tower know if you're going to be super close. Uh, and flying, but you
2: outside know, of the G airspace.
1: Yeah, that that's when you have to get like an FAA waiver and everything. But uh, yeah, there's there's some places like if a company calls and says, "Hey, I want you to shoot, you know, fifty feet over my house," and it's it's in the wrong airspace, you're like, "Sorry, I can't." Right. Yeah. So, you know, FAA is kind of you know. Big on their rules, so I, uh, the I, I intend to follow them.
2: I'm assuming there's no one actually in charge of the FAA right now. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. but uh, <laughs> Scott Pruitt. Scott Pruitt, he he wants a Chick Fil A for it though. Um, but if there were someone in charge, they would frown. On the, that.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: So the drug test was probably a little more strenuous than Mark Rick's were coming back from spring break.
1: Probably okay. so. All probably right. so. Just curious. Yeah, I look. I do look forward to what kind of new look he's going to present this year. You know, Mark Rick last year was like the the yeah. tan goatee tan guy. Goatee guy. Um, I'm I thinking see. maybe just like a. Howard Schnellenberger mustache. No, Lovey Smith beard. The I have a feeling. I,
0: look, I have a feeling he's going to go full cro- uh, uh, Crockett and Tubbs. He's going to wear the pastel pastel <laughs> shirt, the linen pants, and whatever those shoes were. That'd that be were, great for his opening well, game against called, LSU.
2: Puma kids? No,
0: no, like the the leather weave sandal <laughs> things. Very <laughs> right, yes. Those
1: they were Crocs before Croc came, Crocs came out, Ugh. right? Yes.
0: Yeah. And also, the guy that came in second in the World Series of Poker, he deserved it because he was wearing a Tim Tebow jersey. Oh, I and saw gonna that. And I'm going to stay with
2: that. For what it's worth, by the way, I would put better than 50% odds that
1: Tim Tebow plays for the New York Mets by the end of this. Dude, season. Dude, he is killing it. He made the all-star team for AA.
2: For the record, he is killing it for AA. He is also almost 30 years old and massively stronger than everybody there. If he goes to the major leagues, I think it will be embarrassing to him, but he will also hit a home run at some point. Mm -hmm. It will be really cool. Like, the Mets (coughs) are going to do it. Their team is terrible. He's... He's given them enough cover by making the All Star game that if they bring him up, it won't be. A
1: Didn't you write an article about the attendance factors? And yes. Maybe, well, wouldn't that just fill up City Field it and pro- every away stadium uh, that he went to?
2: I don't know if it would. No, or would it
1: fizzle. Maybe it, at first it would fill up
2: Sundress Park. Sure. I don't know if it would fill up City Field. I mean, I think MLB Network pitch, and MLB Network would cut in on every single one of his at bats. Uh, right. That is really it. Speaks to the point of my article. Is they would do it Not because they would get A bunch of people To come to the game
1: But because instantly Mets came So to will he be a up. September call up I think so That's awesome Yeah I, a my,
2: It's not 100% I wouldn't even say It's 80% But it's above 50 That he gets a call up this year yeah. It'll just be this year I think he'll make it And then probably Not come back Sure this year. I don't know When does he have to go Start doing SEC I games? guess
1: if he weren't Playing baseball He'd start in September Because that's yeah. the idea Right, like, right. Yeah, He's going yeah, in August. Yeah. yeah To have options like that Major League Baseball, SEC Network, Well, that's ESPN. one of the things
2: that actually annoyed a lot of baseball people about him originally, right? Like, are you well, committed baseball to people. this? Or you, are you, well, I'm sorry. Well, he's but, not a baseball guy. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean like...
1: Traditionalists.
2: Listen, I wouldn't say it's traditionalists. <laughs> I would say people that fight for a job that's been there entire it. life. I get it. They're trying to get that it. That makes sense. And, <clears> and listen, I actually, for the record, think it's cool. Yeah. It's
1: okay, good. So
2: literally the most... The only likable human thing that Michael Jordan ever did was to try to play baseball. Like, and I love Michael Jordan, but I mean, he's like a sociopath. But, for me, Tebow is... I'm
1: going to have to change the title of this episode. Now. Why, do you <laughs> Why? a sociopath?
2: Why do you hate... Why do you hate blackjack players? Um. <laughs> uh, but I'm saying that, like, uh, I think it's cool that he wanted to do it. I support. I think it's fun. I w- I liked it when Garth Brooks tried to yeah, play baseball. Yeah. Like, good for you, man. Like, more power to you. Um, but to me, I would understand if I were a baseball player busting my hump to try to make it to the majors. For I got to be like, hey, sorry, after August, I'm done. Yeah. I can see how people would be frustrated.
0: Yeah, I've re- i remained one of the proudest moments of my whole life is me turning to Tom Brenneman and saying. So, do you feel like a better person hanging out with me for a few minutes? <laughs> after he fawned over him in the Sugar Bowl, yes. So, I
1: yes. mean, thumb <laughs> yes. It is yes. Tom, but yes, it, it is, is Tom. Tom. I was. Uh, he that was I one of the so worst proud. broadcasts. The proud. Hawaii Georgia Sugar Bowl, which they broadcast. Yeah, yeah. it went five hours. Yeah, and the, was, That was when Fox. I, tried I was just to really be proud because football. it
0: was like, wow, you're Tom Brenneman. and I'm standing in line at Starbucks in the Cincinnati Airport. Ah, oh, wow, it's really cool. I was talking to you, telling me stuff. So we got really close. To the line I was like. So, you feel like you're a better person than standing around me for a few minutes. And he would look. To, he looked at me. His eyes realized what I said. He turned around and never said another word. Oh my to god! Me. I was, uh, so
2: I was so proud. So <laughs> proud. Um,
1: okay, what's next? Um, well, this this is just uh, kind of silliness, I guess. This is the silly time of the podcast. You can turn this off now. No, um, no, we're going no the I'm joking. I'm we're you the got down your download. Yeah. Self-deprecating. Review. <laughs> I'm, I'm being yeah. self-deprecating. <laughs> yeah. we, we,
2: we, we have your download. So here goes the part of the podcast, where we personally insult each of our listeners. <laughs>
1: right. uh, today, is, uh, <laughs> today is, uh, today is, uh, Frank, ha- today's hashtag world emoji day. Yeah. And so I put out a tweet earlier on the podcast saying, uh, to send a tweet, to and rate our show using just emojis, and we'll get William F. Leach to decode your message on air and we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> yes. So
2: here, here, here's, here's me decoding every one of them. Why didn't you use words like a grown up adult human being?
1: So, Fine, I'll play. I'll so play. Jim Wood sent one, and his is the, the bottom okay. right there.
2: Bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. Okay, lots of drinking, talking into a microphone. The dogs will be on top. All right, I did that one. Now okay. scroll up and
1: read it. Read who sent it. and oh, That's
2: Jim. That's from Jim Wood. Yeah. Sea uh, Dog Knight says, he claps with stars in his eyes, but wonders and cries for taco glasses, man.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good.
2: What is that one supposed to be? I don't,
1: Do you know, know? I don't know, but that's a good interpretation. He
2: claps, star... Okay, and then uh, Patrick Yaggy. Patrick Yaggy, now out in Arizona. No, Patrick Yaggy, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, he listens and loves uh, with cows and dogs football, but wonders... If there's birds baseball, bluebirds, <laughs> birds uh, is a bluebird. It's not a red bird. It's a bluebird. So I understood Jim Woods the most. Patrick Yaggy's the second most, and Sea Dog Knights
1: the least. I don't okay. Understand. Well, thanks. Thanks for playing. Um, that, for the that, record, just use words. For yes. the record, um, I will not be honoring World Emoji Day next year on the podcast. <laughs> no one um,
2: did a poop emoji, so the, I'll give them love for that. Yeah. Did I do that wrong? I was,
1: I was no, no, no. It wrong. just it went over like a lead balloon. I thought it, it I, I was like, this is a great idea this, this awesome. morning. No, no, really you did fine. Great. You did, great, you did great. Your your prose and your interpretation Thank was you. was spot so on. What just, else am so, I doing? Awesome. So this is this is this
0: we're talking about, about our readers. Our oh, listeners, right?
1: The rules of podcasting if you're bored with it, your listeners are bored with it. I was kind of bored with that, I so. don't know. Anyway, really?
2: I pretty
1: easy. I, I do. I do. Um, so uniform changes for 2018. What, what
2: were you saying about the rule? What was
0: that rule that you were just talking about? I, guys, I know y'all have m- missed the uniform talk for quite yes. a long time. Yeah,
1: we're bringing it back, yeah. Um, uh, because there actually is news, there are changes that NCAA has made this year. For the college football players and their uniforms, there's four that they list. So the first one is the entire knee must be covered. So people like Isaiah McKenzie can't just jack up their pants to get more speed, even though the, the knee pad doesn't really this protect your knee. This is like an apostolic knee. rule. Yeah.
2: It's like an Amish rule. So,
1: yeah, your knee pads cannot be raised up. So uh, also something else. Was BYU complaining. <laughs> I don't, those whorish well, hey, athletes that, showing all that skin. If, if you think that's ridiculous, you're going to love this. Um, think about uh, your, okay, Tony, list your favorite big old fat offensive lineman or defensive lineman in the past 15 years. Georgia? Anybody. Who'd you just love seeing lumber around?
0: Um, ben Jones.
1: Ben Don, Jones.
2: John yeah. uh, Yerkovic.
1: Well, did, <laughs> back of the day. if if they yeah, wanted to uh, reveal their stomach and raise their jersey, you know, kind of like how Garrison Hurst used to run, mm-hmm. where you know you could see his six pack yeah. yeah. abs, six pack yeah. abs. Um you cannot reveal your stomach. The jerseys have to go all the way down.
2: This is seriously the Amish league. This is the God. Amish football. League.
1: The backplate, if you have a backplate protector like yeah. a lot of running backs do, that cannot that cannot be exposed I agree either. with that.
0: That part that's a that's a safety issue. And
1: then and then for I don't know why guys would do this because I did play high school football and I never cheerleaders will have wore a t-shirt, but if you wear a t-shirt underneath your jersey, it cannot the it has to be tucked in. So those are legit NCAA changes to uniforms. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they'll throw a flag or tell them to tuck it in. Send
0: your uniform questions to Scott Duvall at Jawabi Films. Mm -hmm. Um, that was the most own brand, Scott, thing you've talked I about. I have to say,
2: though, I, I find that a little bit more. I was expecting a Navy is going. Oh, we're getting into that. Na- oh, okay, never mind, Scott. But, but no,
1: that was actual like, rules that yeah, changed. Um, okay, is, so something else, since you did mention Navy. The
2: Taliban is in charge of the incivil here. <laughs> That's right. Uh,
1: since you did mention Navy, uh, not the school, but the color, Georgia Tech has now has a new primary logo of course God, why do. can't i talk jesus Georgia Tech so has new colors i know but they, they took their gt and it used to be kind of bordered in black and yeah. they're going back like to the early 90s they're bordering it in navy
0: yeah and they just went from russell to adidas right that sounds because fine how how did i know that you not know that i don't know i didn't it's look all changing it up now yeah your yeah. new defense coordinator going to adidas
1: mm-hmm. um uva so Virginia, Virginia Soccer School. The team that we open up with in uh, 2019, Charlottesville,
2: they... lots of good people on both sides. Uh, yes,
1: yeah,
0: plenty from what I hear.
1: Go but ahead. for the team,
2: no, I'm just never mind. Um,
1: get a charm show. Um, yeah, so they are going back to the Herman Moore, Sean Moore, orange jerseys. Remember when the Wahoos were good? Oh, that's good? cool. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so okay they're, they're going to be pulling I mean, that out. It's orange, I, but that's fine. Know,
2: thank you for I loved Herman Moore in the Virginia days. That's a great yeah. callback. Yeah. That's yeah. a great callback.
1: Um, so then Minnesota. They really played in those days. Yeah. Minnesota, it, they, they do Ooh, field please. a football team. That's one of the teams you Georgia's know, never played. You
0: know they're rowing the boat.
1: Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because they added the word R O W to the front decal of their helmet.
0: That's because you know why, right?
1: I agree. You know why, right? It's because of their coach, yes, PJ PJ there. And down the middle, instead of having a stripe or nothing, (laughs) they have have paddles. Please, paddles. A paddle. You are. (laughs) Oh my
2: God. I want Lovey to put it, punch throw oh. the damn
1: boat. The Dude. oar is going down the middle oh, of the helmet, and God. they say the reason why they're honoring their past, present, and future of Minnesota football. I think, oh. yeah, I think that is uh, college ball uniform malpractice. Do they right not
0: understand? Wow, there's uh, a lot to see. This is interesting. There's a lot to parse. There. First off, Scott Scott found something alternative uniformy to be objectionable. Second off, and this is probably most importantly, Scott knows what Minnesota is.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I do. For the record, you mentioned that Georgia's never played Minnesota. If you remember when Illinois and Georgia played Oklahoma last year, that was the last great team they had not played, and there was a big debate who was the biggest team that Georgia has not played. Is it Illinois or Minnesota? Which it's would you Minnesota. consider?
1: Big? Definitely not. Yeah. They've yeah. never played Indiana.
2: But I'm saying, is Illinois bigger than Minnesota? Or sure, now they are. Um, I don't know. But well, I mean, that's what I'm d- saying. Who is the biggest team that you just well, ever played? Is it Illinois or is it Minnesota? Based
1: on what we just discussed, Illinois notches up. However, I'm getting to y'all. Okay. 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 All right. Just, just, just wait.
0: My answer is JC Caroline.
1: Um, Iowa State. Not that anybody cares, but they. It, this always confuses me when they take colors that aren't part of their color scheme, like they're yellow and red or something <laughs> like that. They have an all-black-and-white jersey. An all-black-and-white jersey. Iowa State. And they're, they're it's running... It's a
0: throwback jersey to the 20s when <laughs> there was just black and when white. When everything
1: was in black and white on TV? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, well, their hashtag... <laughs> the they have, a, they have a, an associated hashtag not, with it called, what? When in the Dark. Oh,
0: that's, no. that's
1: their hashtag no, they put on no. it for their yeah. hype Papa video. Papa come up
2: with that? I don't understand. <laughs> Papa John says something much more racist.
1: Um, Okay, so Tennessee, our friends up uh, north in, in Knoxville, mm-hmm. they have gotten rid of the checkerboard on their helmet. Okay. You know, because that was kind of added. They have also gotten rid of the checkerboard on their pants. It's still in the end zone. Um, they're going to be wearing black cleats only. No more smoky grays. Okay, I can... So they're just going straight tradition, and that's that's... Well, that as old school, school, as, as, Jeremy as,
0: as, old school as, as Jeremy Pruitt is, I have to assume they're also going to
2: take cigarette breaks <laughs> and only have water. Have we checked to see if Clay Travis is okay with it? Because apparently everything has to run through him. I don't know if you know this, but he's married to a cheerleader. That's what I heard,
1: and, and he's a lawyer. <laughs> you know, I never knew who that guy was, and so y'all, ta- y'all started talking about him.
2: You were better for it. Um, I feel this person response.
1: All right, should, should I talk about Georgia or Illinois for uniform?
0: Let's go with Illinois first.
1: Illinois. Yeah, I think like
0: Georgia
2: should be there, maybe your closer.
1: Um, so Illinois has a new vapor elite orange uniform. <laughs> it's all orange, like helmet pants right. and jersey, and then they're gonna they've had an
2: orange uniform before, yeah. but not entirely,
1: orange. but not vapor elite either yeah, yeah, see, whatever we, that means <laughs>
2: that just means
0: um, tooth questions are they keeping the block eye or they're going back to the script name?
1: They've got the block eye yeah. okay, good. so and
2: they're get, they're supposedly getting rid of the shield this okay. this,
1: yeah. this, this this works well on podcasting, but I'm gonna show will a picture yeah, of this is these good uniforms. podcast. This is the helmet. There's a white helmet with an eye. There's the the Navy jersey they're going to use as an alternate. And
2: that's the orange helmet.
1: And there's their orange helmet. That.
2: Yeah, see, that's, yeah, I've seen Okay, it.
1: so they have an all-orange look, a navy orange, and then an all-white.
2: I'm okay with that. i got to I, be honest. I, 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 I'm, are they still going to, I think they're also still going to do the red grain jersey once a year.
1: They didn't say that.
2: I'm assuming they still will. They usually do it once a year. I mean, so they're galloping goats. If you already have yeah, three uniforms,
1: share. what's another one? I know? mean,
2: it's Illinois. Does it matter?
1: Well, I, I do, the, the last question I have on this is um, I want to know, what you think about Illinois' hashtag. No, no. Um, You know how I said Minnesota wants to... I
0: can handle this for Will. What?
1: Minnesota wants to honor the past, present, and future. Well, Illinois maybe had the same ghostwriter for whatever Mm -hmm. they were doing. Not ghostwriter. You know, same same marketing firm. Illinois wants to respect the... I can't talk tonight. Illinois wants to respect the past and represent the future. Mm -hmm. And their hashtag... Is we will win? Oh,
2: we will win has been the th- that's been the thing for three years.
1: Okay, that line, made okay, me laugh.
2: Okay, I was worried about that one. Okay, we will win has been the
1: thing for a while. Did you know we will win? Was- no, no, that's something <laughs> that's like, I missed. How 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 many times does that hashtag uh ring true in the? well, we'll ring true
0: more uh, this year because gonna be Two more, two times last year.
1: Alright, so
2: what it's worth by the way, this is my only Illinois moment. Uh-huh. When you pick up your, your magazines, when you pick up your preview magazines, right. inevitably at the front at the front of the book magazines will be what coach five coaches on the hot seat. And Lovey Smith is always mentioned on there. Really, I am telling you, he's not getting fired. I'm telling you, unless Lovey Smith is found, what's the old, uh, what, what's the old uh, politicians joke? Dead boy, a, live with girl. A, with a with a dead uh, no, a live boy or a dead girl. Oh sorry. yeah, sorry, <laughs> live boy or a dead girl. 2018. And listen, 2018. So we don't. Know. Now it, we have it no idea. Requires it to be a dead boy now, <laughs> um, but um, there's no way. You, like there's literally no way he's getting fired. Like no, the, his the, contract is all structured the finan- for him to have five years.
0: The financial situation is not good for Illinois. By that,
2: no, I mean, like literally, regardless of the financial situation, Yeah, like there is no, if they go O and 12 yeah. he is not being fired. Yeah. Now, if they, certainly there's going to be a ton more pressure on him the year after that, but he is n- zilch, nada, no, I would say it is more likely, it is equally likely, It is equally likely that Kirby Smart will be fired, as it will be. By by December 1st, 2018, it is equally likely, which is to say zero likely for either
0: person. Are are you planning on attending uh, an Illinois game before uh, Georgia faces them in the Cotton Bowl?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm, I always try to sneak out there once a year. I'm trying to sneak out for the – they play Penn State on a Friday night oh. this year. So of course I'm they do. To sneak out champagne.
1: That. That's how Big Ten does it. They play on Friday yeah, nights. Be, no,
2: Michigan doesn't play on Friday nights. Ohio State doesn't play on Friday right. nights.
1: Indiana, Illinois, and Minnesota. And Penn up. State, and obviously. obviously. Yeah. Little yeah. Jimmy Franklin yeah. plays on Friday nights. Oh, um, no. The one UGA mentioned, this is not verified, um, but it's on the internet. Oh, that's um, probably true that UGA is looking to go to a more silvery pant instead of the matte gray okay. pants. Some, I'm fine you know, with that. That's,
0: uh, that's a harken back. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the pants in the the early 80s or through, I guess through golf's time were were a fair amount less. Matty, is that the right word? Yeah, M A T T E. Uh, yeah. Um, than than they are now. Right. So.
1: So, uh, and then the final thing. And this is not uniform. This is back on, on point of what we're talking about. Odds to win the SEC. Um, I don't know if you want me to ask you what you think, or if you want me to just list. I've it. seen them, so you can. List. Okay.
2: I haven't seen. It. I will say this equally likely that Illinois will win the SEC. That Lovey Smith will be fired.
1: Okay. It is equally likely. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll just run through these. Bama's. Uh, can I, I wanna,
2: can I, yeah. yeah. Can, I can
1: I play? You can play. Okay, absolutely.
2: Play? Should, I, can I, should I do it in order? Can I guess the order? How about we play that? See if I can get the order. of best That's odds fine. Or worst
1: yeah. Odds. Yeah. So if you want to go. Easy. best, yeah, The best, best odds.
2: I mean, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying that's yeah, not. I'm, I'm
1: you, you tell me the order and then I'll tell you the odds.
2: Yeah. I'll, we'll see if I get it right. I'm going to go ahead and open this up just so I, I don't.
1: And then know. Tony can comment. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
2: I'm going to go Alabama has the best odds.
1: They're five to eight, meaning if you bet $5, you win eight. No, you
2: no, bet you win $8, dollars, you win five. I
1: don't go correct. to Vegas that often. Yeah, correct. If you bet hey, $8, you, you win five. That's even worse than I've been thinking all day. Like, uh, I mean, you could win some money That's on that. That's terrible odds. That's terrible odds. There's, there's okay. No,
2: there's, there's Prohibitive.
1: <laughs> I haven't been to uh, Vegas in eight years. Okay, so. I would say Georgia is second. Yeah, five to two. Mm-hmm. I would say Auburn is third. Yes, 7 to 1 odds.
0: Which feels like weirdly long odds to me. If you bet
1: me. $7, you win one. No, win. No, no no, joking, no, no. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. Okay.
0: That, seven, you know, 7 to 1 feels a little long to me just because they have – um, put, they, they probably have – please don't at me, but they have probably had the best – Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> they have the best – they probably have the best – Quarterback, at least as far as going in the pros next year. Uh, they have good receivers to throw to. They have a really, really good defensive line. Uh, probably the best defensive line in the conference, at least the way it looks today. So that's 7-1. Those look weird. like
2: clearly the best three.
0: Like I Oh,
2: by a bunch. Yeah, I would take the, those three yeah. against the field 85% of the time. Oh,
1: yeah. There's someone who's 12-1 who's next.
2: Okay, so I'm going to go... And this one surprised
0: me, Mississippi State.
1: That's correct. Yeah, yeah. People are high on them. People are yeah. in on them this year.
0: First year coach makes me really concerned.
1: Yeah. Last year with Dan Dan Mullen, I don't know if
0: they'd be my
2: pick there, but I can <clears throat> I suspected
1: they might be. Their preseason odds last year with Dan Mullen were seventy five to one.
0: Well, yeah. part of what part of what was they had no idea what they had. Yeah. I mean, the Nick Fitzgerald thing became I mean, real, yeah. Yeah. and that team proved itself to be really, really good. The problem is... Did they
1: reattach his leg?
0: Yes. The problem with... with it, Unfortunately,
1: to his back. To
0: his back. It's but gonna it's going to be a really interesting. He's going to gallop. No, yeah. no it's going to be a really interesting offensive formation. Yeah, I want
2: to actually see, like, how do you know he's down? Um, how <laughs> <laughs> do you know he's down? Well, I mean, Mississippi would
0: say if his leg's bent behind his knee. Yeah, yeah, I um, In a weird way. The... Um,
1: And and you missed this conversation that we had on our. Did you listen to our show?
2: Oh, that's not of course course not. Okay,
1: well you missed. I didn't. (laughs) I
2: listen. I listen to every show that I am not personally on.
1: Um, did you hear the part about how Florida plays at Mississippi State this year? Yeah, yeah. that's
0: to be fun. By the way, that's my low key game of the year. Yeah, amazing.
1: Everybody is predicting Um, Mississippi State to win. It's like the eighth or that is the the weekend.
0: We play Tennessee here Hold on 29th Yeah, I think so Something
1: like that Yeah Uh, Okay, Okay, so who's five Okay, these are tied Five and six They're equal
2: Five and six Texas A&M No Okay, LSU
1: That's one of them Okay South Carolina No Florida Yes Okay 18-1 to Okay
2: So then I would go Texas A&M
1: No South Carolina No No Yeesh! This team was two hundred to one last year. And now they're twenty to one. Wow! Yeesh! Ah, uh, where were you? Yeah, where were you this past weekend? Wow!
2: Wow!
1: Yeah, twenty to one odds. They have better
2: big. odds for Missouri than South Carolina
1: mm-hmm. and Texas A and M. And there's two coming up that are thirty to one. They're they're both thirty to one. Texas A and M, South Carolina. That's they're right. They gotta be next. They <laughs> gotta be next.
0: They well, should be ahead of Missouri. What I was think Missouri? They be ahead of what was
1: Missouri? Twenty to
0: one. Yeah, they're ahead of Florida, right? Yeah,
1: that's crazy. No, they're right behind Florida.
0: That's yeah. not to give too much
2: away about our next <laughs> now show. Cutting into the dream. All right, so we got Tennessee five left.
1: Tennessee is next, and they are a hundred to one odds.
2: And then I, I would love say that.
1: Arkansas. By the way, before we move on, Tennessee was twenty-five to one last year. Now they're a hundred to one. Yeah. Well, Just keep circling the drain. Yeah, um, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yes, and. Kentucky. Kentucky 300
2: to 1. Right. And is Mississippi
1: eligible? They are not eligible. Okay. Okay. So nor were they last year. So they're off the board. Vandy yeah. Vandy last year was 200 to 1, now they're 500 to 1. Yeah.
2: Checks out. That's bad odds. Yeah, that game's the 29. I mean, in I think you what did you say Georgia's odds were again?
1: 5 to 2. 5 to
2: 2. I have to say, particularly since Alabama is 8 to 5 and Georgia has a much easier path. Mm-hmm. to the SEC championship mm-hmm. game than Alabama does. Mm-hmm. That is not a bad bet.
1: Um, we did get a comment that I found that came through our WSLS podcast at Gmail, oh,
2: account, yeah, which cool. I
1: never check. I checked it the other day. Um, it was a, It was a comment on episode 130. I don't remember what that was. It was something about basketball. <laughs> um, they said, and I think this is it's some it's a it's a podcast player called Podbean. I think uh-huh. that's uh, what Bernie listens on. Yeah, this fine. is not a comment from Bernie, yeah. but uh, the person said, "Who cares? Please talk about football." Okay. So Whatever. that was uh, that was the comment.
0: Obviously, the people have spoken, and we're now going to talk about football this season. We are. Yeah, I
2: feel like we should start right.
0: Yeah, Th- hey, by the way, whoever that was, thank you for uh, thank you for responding. Mm. Thank you for listening. It's probably Bernie,
1: and I'd like to mention our websites. Website mm. WSLS podcast dot com. We're going to have Tony and Will contribute at some point during yes. the season. I'll probably. We're still working contract resolutions with uh, Will. On I'm uh, hopeful he's holding out like I'm Julio Jones.
2: <laughs> I'm hopeful. I would like to do something weekly. Oh, to be honest. Cool. But I mean, that is, it can that be short, could, be, they could be very optimistic. 500 words. See, that's the problem is, is if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. There we go. And uh, like, the, but, the SEO. Yeah. yeah. We've read your stuff. The question is <laughs> it, like, whether I can actually do it. Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll probably do something around. I did post the, my projected, uh, football kickoff times to the Georgia Sports blog. Yeah, I will probably I'm check that out
2: immediately. I will probably
0: ago. do something with that and post to our blog too. That is one um, of my favorite things that you, you do every year. Thank you. I am a um, big fan
2: of that. It, yeah, it someone is. Someone obsesses over game times yeah, and
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah. and it started with uh, Wester Dog yeah. uh, back in the day. He, he, he did too because yeah. he had a big social schedule then before he had kids. Yes,
1: back then. Yep, and we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. With the, I, I'm just trying to slow play this. It's
0: fine, you know, guys. You know, hey, well, once it's over, you have to roll one final moment.
1: I, I'm trying one to s- moment. Wait, no. <laughs> one final moment? One final moment. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to slow play this because I keep looking at the clock. It's 9:35. I wanted to just right. get to 9:38, and then we can end the show. <laughs> That's all I want to do.
0: Okay. You know why, right? Tell them why, Scott.
1: Because that nine thirty eight is equivalent to twenty two to ten, uh-huh. and that's the Braves runs versus the Cardinals runs mm-hmm. in their first three games.
2: Hey, listen, Matheny's gone now, man. This is it's all different. <laughs> it's all changed. I'm sorry, I, I actually do believe it is all changed. I had no idea. Uh, you uh, let me tell
0: you a little thing about Will. He is um he is really good at this because he wears his Cardinal fandom on a sleeve, right? And if you pay any attention to Will at all, you know that.
1: His sleeves are a little short right now. His,
0: but yeah. that's not the point. The point is... Freaking
2: Southerners and <laughs> oh, that's how right, many freaking going. thoughts about clothes. Who gives Sky. a shit that I wear? Why'd you get him started? i <laughs> sorry. I literally have not noticed once what either one of you people are
1: wearing. I'm wearing Cobra Kai.
2: I'm wearing checkerboard Vans.
1: This, this, pod, sleeves are this podcast literally is as going long off no, I rolled mine up because I'm burning hot. I put the fan on y'all. You
0: two are showing off your guns. Anyway. So I will say that I had, I could not have told you how you felt about Mike Bethini before you got here tonight. I, I, could, not right, have, right, right. I could not have said a word about how you felt about Mike Bethany. You could have loved him, you could have thought he was terrible for the organization. Clearly, you thought it was uh, the, right. the fact that he is no longer there is good for the organization. And, and this also probably tells you I don't listen to Seeing Red. If you've right. talked about it there, I Which is fine. We we, um, we have talked about him plenty. Yes. Um, but it is um, it's interesting. It's a testament to your ability to um, it's testament to your ability to write honestly and freely, but also be objective about things. I
2: will say that um, that Mike Matheny is. I'm trying to find the equivalent of uh, I have, we have this debate of some of. I'm going to not make a political thing, but okay. imagine something wonderful that was given to someone that did not know how to lead that thing and then just slowly with every move made this thing that you love very deeply worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and, worse, and you felt helpless to stop it. So it's kind of like the seven George Tech fans with Paul Johnson. Yeah. Or like imagine if, uh, yeah, I mean. <clears throat> yeah, Is it yeah.
1: like Enron?
2: Uh, no, because in my, I don't think Mike Bethany was not like openly felonious. Okay, so which I guess that makes it not like the current political situation as well. Um, is maybe more <laughs> like um, I'm trying to think of a coach that just came in and just destroyed a program. Derek Dooley. Derek Dooley. Yeah, maybe Derek Dooley. I, I don't. I mean, look, I,
1: you no. better. You better.
2: No, no, I know. I
1: know. Miss Barbara? I know, Miss Barbara.
0: Barbara. I'm sorry. Um, it's all going to change now that he's in Missouri. Um, you know, but I say that. Maybe Zook? I don't. Uh, at Florida. You mean George? certainly. Yeah, Florida. Florida, Florida, no, Florida no, no. certainly, yeah. Yeah. Florida. Um, I mean, Zook is actually a pretty. That's not a terrible example, yeah. actually, now that, you, now that you mentioned it. Ron Zook at Florida. Um, so just call the stuff about Dooley if you don't mind. Because uh, I, I don't need the hassle.
2: Or Weiss. Um, oh. Weiss is not a bad example. Weiss is a pretty good example. Let me tell you yeah, something. Because the Hawks were great before he Let me came tell you, there.
0: Everybody. <laughs> talking nice. <laughs> everybody talks about Bobby Benilla's contract. Charlie Weiss getting paid from three schools yeah. for five to seven Weiss years. Weiss of
2: Notre Dame is actually. Pretty Probably good. the best.
0: That's yeah. a close. I
1: think that's yeah. a good close example. Yeah.
2: And so we're looking for someone to. No Dame is still not entirely recovered, but they at least recovered. Did, a did little. Matheny win a they're, World Series? They're just no, good. no, they're just he made good. it to a World Series. They're enough. just good enough it, for all the people that say that Cardinals that the Cardinal fans are spoiled, which they are. Cardinal fans are very spoiled, but that they should appreciate Matheny more. Here, I'll close on this. 2013, Cardinals went to the World Series and lost. 2014, they went to NLCS and lost. 2015, they went to NLDS and lost. 2016, they won 86 games and missed the playoffs. 2017, they won they missed the playoffs and won 83 games. Mm. Now, obviously, those are still all winning records. Those are still all good things. Find me a to fan be to base, be fair, 83 is barely a winning record. Yes, and find me a fan base on earth that expects to win all five years. It's not like they went through a rebuilding period, but expects to win all five years and is progressively worse. Each year. Of course they're going to hate the guy. that guy. Particularly when he doesn't know how to do a double switch. But that's a <laughs> whole
0: other discussion. So Ron Zook is actually a very good... Yeah. I mean, Spencer, I'm sorry you got triggered over us talking yes. about Ron Zook. But, yeah. Right? Yeah. Zook and yeah. 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 Zook, I feel like Charlie Weiss is probably... Ron Zook,
1: Charlie season. Weiss. Yeah. I feel like we need to end this on a high note, though.
0: Okay, so a high note. Herm Edwards is the coach at Arizona State. <laughs> that'll <laughs> yeah,
1: be fun that'll to that'll watch be fun. this year. That will be
0: fun. I can't wait. By the way, I keep forgetting Kevin Sumlin's the coach at Arizona. He's yeah. going to run circles around him. I can't wait. Oh, that'll be fun. That's going to be a low-key, really fun competition. Not, I mean, really fun to watch out there. Yeah.
2: Alright, gentlemen, well this is the final show of season three, and we mean it this time. Poor little out for season three, y'all. Poor one out for season three. It was a three. good season. It was a very it was a very good season. It wasn't terrible. It was a very record good season.
1: listenership, record season for the dogs. Uh, sure, whatever you say. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It is and it's also it's it's helped us get our podcasting muscles and that we have gone through a a uh, oh. transitional se- season. Transition. A hard season. Mm, yes. We, we've gone through a... Like, there's literally... The, I've talked about old podcast I don't want people to listen to. Do not listen to our preview of the Alabama-Georgia game in season one. Do not listen to that <laughs> podcast. You can actually listen to Will's part. Yeah. Well, now, for the record, I was very... You know, I, I thought they might... They would just... Kinda, they were going to lose, but it was going to be really close. Yeah. So um, yeah, like it was. A, uh, there were some was. It was like
1: the ninety-five games. game when yeah. we were lost thirty to nothing. I can't talk about it. Okay. okay. Point is, we're is not ending on a high note.
2: We are now starting season four, and one of the things that's fun for me about talking about Georgia sports is, you know, I do this the tortured fan base rankings yep. every year, for family yep. sports, and yep. I think Georgia is now, I think, even more clearly, number one in those college football Thank rankings. You. Anytime that you can. Be a part of what. Anytime you're at a place like Georgia, who has not won a title in a very long time, you are essentially part of a movement. You are part like you are building toward something. Just like if you were a Cubs fan before 2016 or a Cavaliers fan before 2017, this this is the time. That's what we're chronically getting here for is uh, getting that title,
0: guys. When we come back, we're going to talk about our SEC champion Georgia Bulldogs.
2: He's laughing at my sleeves. I just know it.
1: <laughs> well, go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. Tweet our podcast on Twitter at WSLS podcast. Like our podcast on Facebook at WSLS podcast and follow our Instagram feed at WSLS Podcast. I'm not even going to have to mention what our website is. I'm pretty sure y'all can figure that out. But if you're an Apple guy or an Apple gal and are listening to our show via iTunes or Apple Podcasts, And have not left us a review, we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review our show. Your support with those digital acts of kindness actually help our show get heard by others. So basically, your positivity can affect the algorithm (laughs) that Apple uses, and we appreciate it. So maybe you heard us talking about future episodes throughout this podcast. Listen out for our SEC and National Preview podcast in early August, and then our UGA-only preview, the big one sometime out in the third week of August. After that, we'll be back to our normal twice-a-week pregame and postgame shows. So that's it for today. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your summer vacation, and we will see you on campus in a few weeks. And as always, go dogs.